Hi, so for today, your podcast MAs are Jane Anderson, Lorena Resendez, Jacqueline Inoue, Alfredo Barrera. So the first thing we're going to talk about today is Edna's growth throughout the, from chapter 20, 22 to 32. So what I, so in this chapter, like, um, chap, through chapter 12 and then, I mean, chapter through 11 and 21, the last segment of reading we did she also has a vast improvement of growth and independence because you see um you see her once again going against her going against her husband's rules or like orders which going against her i'm sorry going against her husband's orders or rules which is contrast of her in the beginning of the book when she basically did everything that her husband said yes she was still sort of rebellious in the beginning of the book but now she's clearly not clearly but she's obviously becoming more of her own person and becoming more an individual person in what ways do you guys see her grow in this in these 10 chapters uh i saw her grow when she what is it there's a part where she goes to go get bonbon for her kids before she like moves to the new house before she wouldn't even consider the kids when they like fell down but now she is considering them even when they're not with her what do you think I think that'll make her more motherly, or more what? Motherly, because at first they were talking about how she would just let her kids fall and get back up on their own, but now like she was actually thinking of them when she was moving, and she was feeling kind of sad about leaving her kids. Do you think that shows individuality, though? Yes, because now because she's choosing to care about her kids, she's not being told. Well, oh go. Well, I was just like going off of your point. Um, I think it does spark individuality because you can see from the the beginning of the book um her husband was like saying how she's not really motherly and then we were also viewing her as like naturally um she doesn't have motherhood as naturally as like other mothers so um she does have some individuality being formed there from being a mother but then again i think she has spurred this inspiration from being more independent and being less dependent on Leonce. So it's not really about her children. It's kind of just, it's, sorry, her individuality has not been shown through her motherhood, but more about the other kinds of actions that she's done. So yes, I do agree with that, but I think it, it shows more throughout what she's doing to herself and not what she's doing to other people. Yeah, like, I, I agree with Jackie how, yes, um, her choosing to care about her kids shows individuality, but it's not the main contributor or factor or of why she's wanting to become an individual person. Yeah. And especially because in this section that we just read, it's basically like the biggest peak of her change where she you could really tell like the differences between the first portion of the book and to the point we're at right now because like you could even blame that like she wasn't even as close to her kids because of the way that she had like because she um how would she word this because um she couldn't really choose how she wanted to be as a person so you could even contribute that to her like not wanting to be like as much of a motherly figure because that's what she was that's what everybody wanted her to be at be like but in the second section once she starts developing her own personality she really realizes that um like 
that she really needs to care for her kids in a sense. Okay, that's good. So going off at, on her individuality, do you guys can you guys name another factor of her of her growth throughout these ten chapters? Maybe her moving to the new smaller house. I think that'll that's that's a factor because the more she talks about it and the more she has a plan, the she starts to change. What do you or how do you guys see that? Um, well, I really, I really thought that, like as I said, like in a previous podcast, that like Robert was one of the main contributors to her change as a person because he really like um, helped her develop who she wanted to be as a person, and like she felt comfortable for once in her life, unlike with her husband who was only there like as a, as a figure, not like they didn't even have any emotional connection. So that's what I would say about that. Going off on Robert, we'll go back to moving to her, moving from her house in a second. What I thought, here's something I found about Robert. Um, I forgot what chapter it was, but it says, I suppose this is what you call a womanly, but I have to get into a habit of expressing myself. It does not matter to me. You may think me unwomanly if you like. So upon her, her reunion with Robert, Edna makes him, makes Robert uncomfortable when she asks why he ignored her, but she feels no like misgivings about speaking so plainly in her awakened state, like because she's grown so much throughout this chapter, throughout these 10 chapters and throughout the beginning of the book. She has not just shed her identity as his wife, but also rejected social norms dictating appropriate behavior and speech for women. She will, she will do as she pleases without regard to what others might think. In, in making this choice, Edna has transcended from being a wife, thus an extension of her husband, to becoming a holy, like, holy realized person who acts upon her own needs, wants, and indications, which also goes back to her individuality, which basically was literally what I just said. But um, so also throughout these 10 chapters, we meet a character named I correct me if I'm wrong, um, the character Alahi Arobint. I don't know how to pronounce the, the first name. I apologize. But um, so basically what I saw is what I thought is that basically Arobin is basically like the same like extremely similar to Robert because they both have a reputation of um, flirting or like flirting with like married women, but like throughout summers, but really doesn't really matter. And then people in this society were like, oh, that's just like a Robin or like Robert. They're just flirting with the married woman, not a big deal because they do it all the time. But then besides, but going a bit further, besides, um, I don't, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think um, Edna and Robert kiss, but a Robin and a Robin and Edna kiss, and then, and then you see Edna going like, kind of going, not having a breakdown, but like just, yeah, actually having a breakdown, basically just trying to figure out who she is, and then she says that she's falling in love with a Robin when when she like less than like two months ago in the book, she said that she was she was in love with Robert. So how do you guys think about that? Do you believe um, Edna is actually like? Do you believe she has any control over her emotion? I don't. I I don't believe it because she falls in love with Robert on a whim, when he does, when he says he's going to leave, and he falls in love with the other guy on a whim, while he was flirting with her. Would you Would you believe that she has any control over like her emotions like that? Um. Well, Sean. Okay, Marie. Um. So. 
like any other human being, she no one has control of their emotions. Um, yes, you have a choice to react to them. You have a choice to react to them. You can choose how to act based off your emotions, but no person has control over their emotions, how they feel, how they over personality. So I would say no, because like a basic human being, no one does. But a question that I'm asking that I was asking before, what do you guys, what do you guys think about um, the similarities between a Robin and Robert? I think it'll end the same way. Alongside with Robert, he'll end up just leaving or breaking her heart. Lorena, what do you have to say about that? So I sort of think that a Robin or what, however you pronounce that, um, he sort of took Robert's place in a sense because he appeared once he was gone and he sort of took over the emotions that Edna felt towards Robert, kind of, I think. Um, I, I had something else to say, but it already like left my brain, so I don't know. Yeah, so I agree with Lorena that how um, basically Robert and... A Robin are basically the same person. Do you guys have anything else you guys want to talk about in this discussion? So, um, we're going to go back to um, her individuality once again. So, in chapter 32, it reads, The pigeon house pleased her. It once assumed the intimate character of a home while she herself invested it with the charm which reflected like a warm glow. There was... With her, a feeling of descending into a social scale with a corresponding sense of having risen in the spiritual every step which she took forward toward, relieving herself from obligations added to her strength, expansion as an individual. Um, she began to look with began to look with her own eyes to see and to apprehend the deeper undercuts of life. No longer was she content to feed upon opinion when her own soul had invited her. So this, um, so basically this quote is a great example of her growing throughout these 10 chapters. It basically says that every, every single step that she took towards being an individual, being on her own, being, um, being her own woman, that she's becoming more powerful and that her strength is growing every single day and that she's starting to realize that she is she is good enough by herself yes yes um she can't be happy with the person or be with someone but right now she's starting to realize that she does not need a man or or like someone or a boyfriend to be with to be happy and then also she's starting to realize that um she does not need a in she does not need to care about um, this certain time period's opinion or the people around her's opinion because basically everyone in this chapter, every, basically everyone throughout this book is kind of judgmental of her except her best, best friend. I I forgot. I've, I always forget. I always forget how to pronounce her name. I apologize. But her best friend is basically the only person who really doesn't judge her that much even though she does a little bit. But um, she's trying to see that um, like the coast says feed upon opinion. She does not need anyone else's opinion to um add on to her own ego she her ego is already high enough that she does not need another person to right to give her the strength that she already has okay, well that was a long rant um so maybe what is it so you're just trying to say that she's just 
being her own person, right? Like, pretty much. Yeah. I like the one where it's talking about how she dropped in class, but raised in um, spiritual, what was it, awareness? I like that because it's just, she's showing that she's becoming her own person, even if it comes at the cost of her lifestyle. So, also, so the last sentence that says is that when her own soul had invited her speaking of invitations in this and throughout these 10 chapters um edna is invited to a wedding she declines and then her father comes into town to um to kind of not sort of like force her um or like strongly recommend her to go to the wedding um what do you guys have any thoughts about that i think originally um yes the father was or played a role in trying to get her to go to the wedding, but originally, Leonce, her husband, was actually talking to his doctor about um, the situation that him and his wife are in. So, Leonce notices that obviously um, Edna is changing and or characterizing herself more and finding her true identity by being more de- independent. So, when she refuses to go to her sister's wedding um, because Leonce doesn't really know what's happening, doesn't understand what's happening to her. He kind of takes that into account and is really confused about what he can do to get her to go back to who she originally was. Um, And so I think when the father comes to town and then he figures out that, like, um, Edna's not going to her sister's wedding, he has... um, he plays a role in this repeating pattern of male figures in Edna's life where initially they seem like they want the best for her because initially when we see um, the father's presence when he visits, he seems like a good person. Or that's how I took it. Correct me yeah. if I'm wrong. But then um, when he figures out that Edna's not going to her sister's wedding, um, the father becomes angered and kind of just brings her down and tries to minimize her independent power and I think that's a repeating theme that occurs in the book a lot I 100% agree that um the pattern with Jackie um presented to us that the male figures in this book are really um like kind of that add on to the male patriarchy or society that is in this book which is also which also happened throughout history which still happens not as much but still happens today and at first I was kind of like disappointed because with um the father because I was actually kind of like when I was reading the book I was kind of like surprised that she was actually getting that um like non-toxic male like attention from someone that she trusted but then when she finally declined the father i correct me if i'm wrong but the father says and i quote um control your wife mm-hmm. and that kind of goes back to and that kind of goes back to once again her being viewed as property instead of the father talking to and as a person he talks to the husband which kind of like shows that the husband that leon's um controls her that she does not that he controls her that he owns him um which also goes back to once again like jackie said kind of diminishing her individual power what do you think about that well the male figures as we could tell through the chapters that we read so far they don't like it when they start losing control and once they like 
and like they're barely starting to like really notice the changes that are occurring in Edna and especially her husband because she, he doesn't like that she's changing so much mm-hmm. that's why he thinks that there's something like like she's like gravely ill or something which is the reasoning behind that which really is honestly kind of interesting because you wouldn't think twice if a if like a male was doing this in that time period or like when this story took place but um I don't know like even with the father as like Jackie said that he's he has like these sort of like two personalities the the nicer side comes out when he like sees his like original daughter like how she originally was but once he like really sees that she's like starting to like kind of rebel and like be her own person making her own choices he doesn't like and he tells the husband to like control his wife um so so she'll do what they want her to do which is trying when they're trying to make her go back to the old edna that she was like in the first few chapters would you consider her, um, Edna's father like trying to make her go to the wedding as a slap in the face to Edna? Just after just moving out and after changing herself and changing her views of how she is and gaining her independence and her personality and then being told, oh yeah, you have to go to a place where you're going to be reminded of those shackles you got rid of. Would you think that would be a sli- uh, slap in the face? Most definitely, because going back to like what me and Jackie and Lorena said that um, the father really diminished her individual power and made her, made her feel that she was a property, not she was a valuable piece of property that was like kind of being damaged with her own visuality and not being an actual person. I actually have um, so I've been noticing like some of the bird motifs that kind of come up a lot. Like I. I don't really think they stand out to me as much as um, the ongoing pattern of, like, mm-hmm. male patronization. So, um, basically, one of the quotes that I saw was that when, um, I think I, I think it was when Edna was with, um, I'll say, the Arabin dude, um, and then it says that the... They could feel the hot breath of the southern night. They could hear the long sweep of the pirogue through the glistening moonlit water, the beating of the birds' wings rising startled from among the reeds of the salt of reeds in the saltwater pools. I find that there are a lot of um, repeating bird motifs, sorry, especially when they're like they're freed and their wings are beating and they're mm-hmm. like there's like this um, motion of freedom. I find that to be an ongoing pattern whenever Edna is with somebody that she finds like joy in their company with mm-hmm. um for example like I don't see a lot of bird motifs in Robert I can't really find one but I wanted to connect it to the bird or the parrot that we see that we've seen in the first chapter when the bird was found to be annoying by Leonce because like he kept on talking and stuff like that yeah. so I think um, the birds kind of have a reflection of Edna's freedom because obviously birds are a motif or commonly a motif of freedom since they have the ability to fly and they can't be put down. But I think the parrot is a reflection from the beginning of, of chapter one is a reflection of how Edna's um, like 
ongoing change of character is kind of annoying um Leonce. and not just like in like a bitter way it's kind of just like annoying him that he's losing power but then he's also like diminishing her change in character by saying it's oh it's annoying like it needs to be shut down because it's so small and it's just so like annoying but it doesn't have a huge impact on him so adding to what on jackie said i going off on the bird motif i think when the parrot was annoying leonce um yes that bird had freedom and a sense because it could fly yes it was yes i had the freedom to talk or um rebel i guess you could say um against um leonce's wishes but the bird is still caged it's still viewed as a thing which also goes back to edna yes she is her own person yes she can she has a choice to rebel yes she is yes she can do whatever she say whatever she can do whatever she wants to say, whatever she wants. But in this society, she's still viewed as a piece of property. Because women back then um, um, are not like how women are viewed now. Women now are viewed as um, powerful, powerful like people that um, are forced to be reckoned with. But now, but now, but like back then... Um, women are viewed as a piece of property. You can you can treat them any way you want, and they'll still be married to you. You can flirt with any other woman; they'll still be married to you. Like back, like I think I said this in the last podcast that we did. Jackie was also in my group, but back then, um, divorce was not really normalized. So basically, men could basically do whatever they wanted to their wives without getting much of a consequence, which adds to the parrot slash bird motif that Jackie mentioned. For the parrot, could the parrot symbolize um, Edna? Like, she's trying she's trying to express herself and, like, show her freedom, but she's still caged by the men around her. That's that's what I meant when, like, oh, I said... Okay. Yeah, because, yeah, like... I just said that. <laughs> yeah, because... Um, extended that one a long, long bit. Yeah, because, like, I feel like Edna... Um, Edna's, like, change in character, as I said before, is, like, changing, right? So then yeah. when the parrot's, like, being annoying to Leon's, it's kind of, it is a reflection on Edna because her changing is kind of being belittled. Because, you know, when, like, something's annoying you, it's like, oh, it's just a small thing because it's annoying me, but it's not making a huge impact on you. Yeah. Or at least, like, in that moment. Mm-hmm. But um, it's the same thing with Edna's change. It's annoying, but he's still belittling her, her progression in character. <laughs> Lorena, is there anything you want to talk about that happened throughout these 10 chapters? Um, well, I think we really went over it, but, like, back, like, when you, like, so you were basically saying that even though Edna had, like, her, she had more, she was changing and she was making her own decisions, so she's basically trapped in a cage like a bird, Mm -hmm. which would be, like, yeah, okay then, never mind, Yeah. yeah, that's is there any other motifs or symbols you guys saw throughout these 10 chapters or like any other characters you guys want to mention? Have we talked oh, what about Robert? What do you guys like think of him now now that he's like back with Ed, or he's back and Edna tried talking to him but he doesn't want to like talk to her. Well, I think I mentioned this earlier um how like yes she yes um I talked about how Robert's um 
coming back to the city affected Edna, but I really didn't think about how it affected Robert. How do you guys think it affected Robert coming back to? So, um, I have a thought on this. So I think when I was in your group, we kind of talked, touched on this a little bit. So I think Robert, when he left in the first place, he was threatening Leonce and that kind of power that Leonce has, he, like it can deter people's life. So if like Leonce found out about Robert's and Edna's relationship and how he was like they were kind of following fully for each other it could have had a really bad effect on Robert and then him coming back I think um I think he doesn't really want to get involved with Edna because um his feelings a might still be there b her he doesn't know what like he he was he knew actually if you think about it he knew that Edna was really upset he doesn't know that Edna kind of has feelings for him when he left so then it was just a matter of fact of him being scared of how Edna was going to react to his so um I think that Roberts definitely has feelings for her because he was writing letters to what's her name do you remember who he his was writing sister. letters to yeah to his sister um and like all he would talk about was Edna and like she even, and the sister even told Edna that he that he loved her because all he he wouldn't ever like actually like talk to his sister more so like it was Edna that he was talking to, like the because he's not talking to her. I just think that he's trying to keep his distance because he knows he won't be able to control his urges like once like um they get back to the point that they were before even progresses even more. Yeah. So, um, going off on the Robert thing, is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Do you think if Robert notices Edna is liking someone else, he would try to get involved? Um, probably not because um we saw him leave. We it was not really stated throughout the book, but it's kind of obvious that um the reason why he left is to get away from Edna, so those feelings will be so the those feelings would leave. But I think he wouldn't because he, at the end of the day, I think he just wants Edna to be happy, which is why he left. But I could be wrong. I think he would just, like, I don't think he would try to get back with her, but he might from, like, he's he's gonna feel, he's gonna have feelings for her, but I don't think he would... I'm pretty sure he wouldn't interject if he sees that she's starting to fall for someone else. But I just feel like he would be jealous. He might try to do something to separate them a little bit, but I'm not that sure. And this is Jaden Anderson. Lorena Sendez. Jacqueline Noe. Alfredo Barrera. And thank you so much for listening to our podcast.